1: tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes just the ones you really need between now and then
0: exactly it is all there for you you can browse by category check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast
2: to me if you're uh, going through an interview, in essence, you're selling yourself, right? So, um, you know, whether that's from the resume itself or once you get into the process a bit more, um, you know, it's, it's the whole thing it? It is, is you're showing your capabilities of sales there from the get-go.
1: Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Sarah. I'm an HR and recruitment professional, and I've teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration, and support when you're looking for a new job. Together, we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks, and behind-the-scenes knowledge to help you in your career. This week, we're bringing you a new type of episode we're calling Interview with a Boss, where we chat to hiring managers in different fields to find out what they look for in the hiring process. So our very first boss guest has two very important roles. First, as the commercial manager of 3PL at The Winning Group, but secondly, as as my boyfriend welcome James Malone
2: thank you thanks for having me on
1: and you're also a a huge fan of the podcast I hear
2: very much so very much so (laughs) we never miss an episode
1: (laughs) Um, so before we get started who is this episode for who's out there listening? Well, if you're applying for jobs in customer service or sales, this will be really, really helpful. But even if you're not, this will be an insight into a manager's perspective on the hiring process. And I'm sure there'll be something that you can take away for your job search. So James, give us a bit of background. What kind of roles have you had? What teams have you managed? And what the roles that you've hired for in the past?
2: Uh, yeah, sure. No no worries. Um, currently, as as you stated, I'm um, the commercial manager of the uh, whole 3PL division uh, within the winning group, which is very exciting. Uh, before that, I was GM uh, of commercial for Appliances Online, uh, which was a, a great role. I had about 26 people under me there, which was good fun. Uh, prior to that, so, yeah, I looked after the buying team. I was head of the buying team for Appliances Online. Um, in previous uh, companies, uh, I, I worked for a company called Red Eye International, where I was sales director over in London. Um, had a had a team of uh, about eleven people under me over there. Um, prior to that, worked for a company called UXC Eclipse, uh, working my way through uh, from you know lower levels right through to um, into the account management business development team, and setting up the uh, software as a service. Um, I suppose, a uh, business development arm within that and had uh, numerous yeah. people under that. Um, before then, uh, I actually studied uh, hotel management and um, hotel and business management. Uh, and uh, was F&B manager of a, a number of hotels uh, around the hospitality industry as well, restaurants, bars, you name it. So I've um, done many, many, many interviews over, over <laughs> the years. And um, yeah, for whether they be good or bad for that matter.
1: Yeah, I I love that. So, what are the roles that you would say that you've managed the most? Is it probably, you know, sounds like account manager, sales, customer service. Are they probably the main ones?
2: Uh, on top of that, yeah, customer service, administration, uh what have you? Uh on top of that, they also used to drag me in uh, to a lot of other interviews around the around the company um uh, when we when we needed uh, one of the senior managers opinion of somebody. Uh so, yeah. A lot of customer service, customer facing type roles.
1: They drag you in because you absolutely hate a chat. That must be right.
2: Uh, absolutely hate a chat. That's correct. (laughs) Yeah, it's terrible.
1: So let's start at the beginning of the hiring process. Um, What do you look for in a CV? If, you know, the recruitment person's not, um, you know, shortlisting for you and you get a whole bunch of CVs on your desk, what would you be looking for?
2: Uh, good question. Um, probably the first thing is just the initial appearance of the CV, um, information being laid out, the relevant information being laid out at a glance. Um, you don't want to have to be diving through um, the the CV to find it. You know, all the all the latest, most relevant stuff right at the back there. You know, mm-hmm. you want a, a snapshot, if you will, nice and uh, nice and quickly, um, along with person's details, etc uh then most importantly i suppose for, for myself uh, when i'm looking at you know previous roles because uh, most of the positions that, that i'm higher for um, it's people that have had experience in in some sort of sales role or account management role for some time um i, I like it when they've got obviously you know where they worked um you know the responsibilities there but but I like it when they quantify that. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, if you've if you've increased revenue by X percent, you know, or um, you know, or, or up to a certain, you know, achieve targets and, and list a target type thing, like um, yeah. quantify the information that you're putting forward there. So, because um, it also a it gives me. Um, I suppose an an indication of, of, you know, your your capabilities there. Mm. Um, Also, it it gives me an understanding. It allows me to ask questions around that as well. If you've been an account manager, for example, um, where you manage some larger clients, you know, sometimes it's good to list them because they're not going to ask you around those clients. They might be clients that we also deal with on our side. So uh, things that are going to resonate with, uh, with the, I suppose, the interviewer. Mm.
1: And, You know, I think for people out there, they often think if they were in a customer service role, okay, how do they quantify, you know, they didn't sell anything necessarily. But I think um, we Mm -hmm. talk about this in our resume episode as the prove it section of the guess what, prove it, so what. Um, And you can use things like what's the size of that account? How much did that represent? Um, How many accounts did you manage? Um, How many phone calls did you take? How many... um, you know, meetings did you have or all, all those sorts of bits and pieces that are still helpful for someone reading your CV to look at?
2: Yeah, yeah. Even even things like, um, you know, a, a lead-in point around, you know, um, you know, resolved conflict resolution or things like that because then it allows myself or, or whoever the interviewer might be to to drill down on those sorts of comments um, and where you can sort of elaborate around that point. Mm. You know, ultimately, to me, if you're uh, going through an interview, in essence, you're selling yourself, right? So, um, you know, from whether that's from the resume itself or mm. once you get into the process a bit more, um, you know, it's it's the whole thing is a is is you're showing your capabilities of sales there from the get go.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, on that note, let's go to the interview. Tell me about the worst interview that you ever conducted.
2: Oof. Yeah, okay. Um, There's been a few. Um, Yeah, there's there's, there's been a lot of good ones, but there have been a few shockers. Um, Look, I I, I would say, um, yeah, I I definitely had one person that showed up um, presented very poorly. I think they rocked up in track pants. Oh. Um, You know, yeah, it it was. It was. I mean, you're going for a sales job, right? Put on a suit, even if it doesn't fit. Just put on a suit. Buy one from your mates. Suit up, even if you. Yeah, suit up, you know, suit and tie uh, presentation. Um, You know, in essence, again, you're selling yourself, you're selling the representation of what you'll be like when you eventually get out in the field when you're working for me. So, um, you know, make sure you look the part, make Mm. sure you look neat and tidy. But yeah, I had one person rock up basically in tracksuit pants, didn't know the first thing about the company, hadn't really done much research. Mm. Uh, I got the feeling that they, they applied for just a million jobs type thing, and we're we're sort of having a crack at anything. Look, well, credit to them for at least playing the numbers game, but um, <laughs> yeah, sort of didn't too too well. The uh, shotgun from memory, approach, uh, the person, yeah, the shotgun approach. Uh, from memory, the person was they sort of they were talking over you a little bit as well, like mm-hmm. you were asking questions, and and as you started to drill down on some of the things, they'd sort of coming back over the top of you you're like. Like ease up, mate, you know, um, (laughs) um, perhaps let me finish first. But yeah, there's there's definitely been some interesting ones.
1: That's terrible. Absolutely terrible. And Mm. you just think as well, like if this is how you've presented at your best in your trackies, what are you going to look like when you turn up to work and you're a bit tired? (laughs) Like it's only downhill. uh,
2: True, true. The other thing I would also say, um, which is very important, be on time or be a little early, to Mm. be honest. Um, it, It bodes well. Um, you know, it's it, it just shows commitment, a bit of dedication. There. Definitely. So, yeah, when, when, when people are sort of late to it and, you know, all of a sudden making excuses or, you know, I, I think one time actually somebody brought a brought a letter, they they missed one interview for whatever reason, then they brought a letter from their mum or something. I was, oh. yeah, it was, it was not a good look. But yeah, not a good oh, look at all. It's like
1: I read something the other day about um people's mums or partners calling in sick to work for them. I just thought, oh, mm. wow, imagine... Imagine your boss getting a call from, "Hi, this this is Sarah's mum. She's she's not feeling well today." Like you're an adult. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, I mean, like you know, if you if you if you end up in hospital or something like that, okay, fair enough. Yeah, you know, something pretty serious. But uh, if it's oh yeah, she's got a, a case of a sore tummy or something, then yeah, oh, probably uh, no probably at, at least take um take the time to to pick up the phone yourself. Yeah,
1: I find with sales interviews as well, like. With a lot of other jobs, you know, say you're going for a technical data analysis role, right? You might not be the best interviewer, um, like or a person at interviews, uh, but the manager's looking for different types of skills, so they'll normally be a bit helpful with it um, and guide you along to get down to the, um, you know, the actual skill set you've got. But if you're going for a sales interview, they're measuring how good are you in this situation. Like you're going to be out in front of our clients are you going to be late for them? Are you going to be non-presentable for them? Are you going to be you know talking over the top of them? So I think with a sales interview, you really need to get that kind of first impressions um, right.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, so what type of interviewer would you say that you are? Are you harsh? Are you easygoing? Are you kind of like, um, you know, don't give much away? You're a bit cryptic?
2: uh yeah good, good question uh look I, I i'd like to think i'm relatively easygoing um no i for me it's yeah yeah surprisingly yeah i i, I want the person to um to kind of, I, I try to break the ice i try to get through the barriers right often people come in and they're a bit nervous mm. um you know uh, we, we've all been there we've all gone for gone for joel where we've been a bit nervous a bit unknown a, a fear of the unknown if you will um so with, with me um when i first start the interview i tend to not get straight to the point. Um, I, I tend to throw them some questions like what do you do on the weekends? Mm. Um, you know, do you have any hobbies? Do you have a favourite sports team? There's you know, something, you get them talking on it, right? Um, you know, one of the one of the, the, the tricks to sales, or not the tricks, but the, the key to sales is, is, is you sell by asking questions mm. right you need to understand that the, the pain points or you need to understand what the requirement is and then you you know you, you, you i suppose you, you pitch your services or your, your product or your services you know around around the questions you've uncovered around the pain points if you will that you've uncovered now you know same thing applies in, in if, if somebody's nervous you know i personally like to to break that down so you you get them comfortable and you see it in their body language when they start to relax mm. you know as they start talking about something they're familiar with the shoulders drop a little bit they sort of you know, you can you can see that the talking slows down a little bit as well, um, yeah. and you can see that they get comfortable. And once you get them comfortable um you know that's when you that's when you start the probing questions and and, okay uh, where you start drilling down to the what the information that you actually need there
1: yeah um
2: i find that's a better way to interview myself um i think that you get more out of it and you actually understand what that person who that person is uh, as a person because especially if they need to fit into a team um, Mm. you need to think of team dynamics um and then also um you often break through the bullshit as well. Sometimes they they come in and they um I, I don't know whether I'm allowed to say that. sorry. but <laughs> no, of course um, you are. Yeah, you you. Th- you sort of yeah, like sometimes they come in. They've got you know a, a web of stuff concocted that they're that they're <laughs> probably going to fake it till you make it, if you will, and um and you tend to sort of you know get through a lot of that pretty quickly um, yeah. by breaking down those barriers, getting comfortable. But there's a
1: couple of really good things that you said there, which is um you know the reason why you're asking some of those questions at the beginning. I think for anyone who's listening. I've often seen when I ask someone, oh, what do you do outside of work? Again, I'm just trying to make the person comfortable and make them relax a little bit, but they often read into that and think that it's a trick and they've got to somehow still sell themselves while they're doing that. So tip for anyone at home, you just heard the whole point of the, that those icebreakers is to try and help you relax and just feel comfortable. So don't try and read in a secret message to what they're asking you. Um, you know, just... Um, start getting a bit more comfortable sit back in your seat and it'll be much easier kind of process if you can build that rapport
2: that that being said you, you do want to make sure that they're um, if they are coming into the team you know and, and say say for example I know in the numerous roles um you know Friday afternoons we used to go to the pub all together um you know you want to make sure that they're going to be good value with everybody as well so um yeah yeah always, <laughs> always important to make sure yeah fit. that
1: that was That's another good point as well. And I think something that we're going to really notice in this interview with a boss episodes is that for me, when I'm interviewing someone, they're joining the organization. Um, You know, me as HR or a recruiter is just hiring them to be in someone else's team. When you're hiring for your own team, you've got to spend every day sitting next to that guy and you've got to train them. You really need to make sure, um, that whoever that is that's coming into your team is the right fit. So it almost becomes a little bit more personal for a manager hiring for themselves. Um, and I think that definitely comes across in the differences and questions and styles uh, that managers have. Um, so talk us through you were about to go there but how do you normally run your interviews after you've gotten the person to relax what's the what's the next step are you going you know chronologically through their CV or are you firing off technical questions yeah,
2: sure great um, yeah yeah great question um, so once I've got them to relax then I start to drill down on, on on their previous experience so that's where obviously I've already had a look at the CV um, it, it, it's it's a rare mm. occurrence if I've so occasionally I've brought in on interviews at the last minute in which case you know while the uh, other person you know might be an HR representative having a bit of a chat I'm usually quickly skimming through it but um, yeah in most cases I've I've read through the CV first especially if it's for for, for a role for in one of my teams um, and I you know you usually can pick up uh, you know sales roles or account management roles they are you know, relatively similar at most places there's sort of core Core set of skills mm. there, so you can start to start to drill down on that. Um, they might have managed, you know, um, tier one type organizations, the higher end. So, okay, well, who have you managed? Mm. What did you achieve there? You know, it says here that you grew revenues by X. All right, well, well what was the secret behind that? How how did that happen? What was the strategy? Um, and, and get them talking through it right and as they're as they're talking through that you want to drill down on that um you know drill down onto onto you know what worked what didn't and 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 i I think what's one thing that's very important is 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 um it's good like i like to ask you know what didn't work or or what did you try that you found didn't work because you, you know you can see the the thinking that they have how they've change their strategy um which you know let's face it in a sales role you, you've got to think on your feet sometimes sometimes things won't work so you know you started mm-hmm. on this you pivoted your st- pivoted your strategy and went down you know i'll instead and all of a sudden you know that's all results so um yet drilling down on that um drilling down on on um you know how they interacted obviously with the team um any any you know comments mm-hmm. they might have had from their, their previous previous um, um employment if you will um, Uh, other things and what did you enjoy about it as well Um, you know you, you want to a, a yeah. bit of an understanding of of you know who that person is um you know in sales for example you know often you get a few cowboys now cowboys make great sales people right but they often overpromise. <laughs> um in which case you know yeah. cowboys are great but you just need to keep them on a tight leash right you need to set boundaries around it whereas you know if you're talking personality types um you know somebody that's a bit more steady or conscientious um you know um, something like that is is not going to be such a cowboy they're going to be Far more, uh, um, far more sort of methodical and um, in which case you, you don't have to sort of keep that leash on as well but at the same time they might not get as you know as, as fast results so understanding what the person's yeah. like um, and, and more importantly for when it does come to managing them if they are successful and, and are part of the team okay well how am I going to manage this person how am I going to adjust my strategy as a manager yeah. how many meetings do I have to book in um, you know I, I, I had one manager myself actually that that one time he had i I caught up with him two times a week and um i remember when they first put for the assistant first put the 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 the, you know double week every tuesday every morning every tuesday sorry and every thursday morning we 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 caught up at 9 a.m and i thought it was madness but to be fair if it actually worked really well it sort of you know, it, it meant that you were you know, continuously focused, and and it's a, a strategy that I've actually brought in place for myself with others at times, especially mm-hmm. those that are a little bit more, a little bit more headstrong or, or cowboy type approach.
1: Yeah. To check in a little yeah. bit more. And I love that. It's really helpful for people at home to understand and to hear you talking about, okay, in the interview, you're not only just thinking about whether you want to hire that person, you're also forming an understanding of them so that you know, okay, how do I train this person? How do I train this other person? And it might be different depending on, you know, the strengths that you think that they have. Okay. Um and I think that's another way that, um, that hiring managers are a bit different to maybe an HR person that you're interviewing with because they're thinking long-term about, okay, am I going to need to keep a close eye on this person? Is this one really independent? How much training are they going to need? Um, how much hand-holding reassurance are they going to need? Um, all that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, really great insights. Um, what is your favourite interview question to ask?
2: Ooh. Uh, yeah, good question. Good question. Uh, I've got a few, uh, one is always at the start. What did you do on the weekend? Um, just cause yep. it breaks the ice, right? I think I mentioned this before for, for obvious reasons. Um, uh, another one is, is, is a pretty common one, um, I suppose, if you're talking actual media. Tell me a, uh, tell me of a time, um, you know, where something's gone wrong and how did you fix it, right? But I don't like to say it like that. It's mm. more as I'm drilling down, um, you know, much like I was saying before, you, you're talking through the experience, you're talking through, you know, which accounts did you manage? Well, talk me through, you know, those accounts they might yeah. have managed, you know, Qantas or a Lint of Energy or, you know, a, a decent size one, Telstra mm. or something, or, or even a small one, you know. Um, you know, raise Auto or, or or something, right? And 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 you're mm. drilling down on what you what they did there, um, and and you know how it worked, and that's when I'll, I'll, I'll sort of drop that question. Okay, now tell me, you know, you, you're telling me, obviously, you're explaining, you know, how 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 good you were at it now tell me about some of the problems you had there mm. and uh, and give me an example because while they're already talking they're already thinking about that that client and that relationship so you know that they're, they're not on yeah. the spot going oh, oh think of a time and sometimes they sort of panic a bit because of that um you know mm. they're already there and they're like and usually they're like ah oh, yeah I, I can yeah this one time and and they go right into into the details of it and um and that's where again you drill down further. You're sort of okay, and and, and why was that an issue? Um, you know, it, it may have been you know, a, a, a deal that, you know, terms might not have been negotiated properly, or um or, or um. You know they 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 didn't have the right pillars that we were that we were they were up against competition, um, you know some some other competitors mm-hmm. you know chasing that deal It might have been a tender process or something and they'd formed a relationship with one person but not others in the thing and where they thought they were getting all the information and in the box seat they actually weren't so you know understanding mm-hmm. and again you're sort of learning more about how. How they go through their sales process as well, what their what their skill level is in terms of of the uh, you know the overall sales process too. So all these little bits and pieces help you form, um, I suppose, that overall opinion on, on on whether they'll be right. So yeah, that's that's probably one yeah. of my favourite ones. Um, Your yeah, favourite. What didn't go what, so well? What didn't Love go that. so well, and how did you rectify it?
1: Mm. And I like it, that idea of doing it in context because. I know exactly the face that you get when you ask someone, so tell us about a time when, and they haven't thought of anything. They panic. Their mind's blank and they panic. And you can see their eyes looking around like up to the left, like, um, ah. And then you can tell that they've picked an example, but it's not a very good one. And they start out on that example and they're not really sure that it's the right thing to use. And you're like, no, no, just keep thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So... It's a, it's a really, it's a really good way to help that candidate, um, because they're already thinking about that role. But also I imagine that that would kind of, you know, cut out some of the fakers who are just giving you the highlights reel and you're kind of, um, you know, throwing them a bit of a curveball by being like, okay, what about the problems? Mm. And they're going, oh, was he just ready to sell myself? Oh, I haven't thought about this. There's
2: nothing worse than when they turn around and they, you know, the answer is, oh, nah, there was never any problems, you know, um. Which you know, as as a as a manager, and uh, you know, as a, as a previous PDM and account manager, and you know, you work your way up the chain. There are always problems, right? There's always things that go wrong. Yeah. And um, you know, if if they can't, if they if they, you know, it's much like the question. Or tell me something about a weakness that you have, and or something that could be improved. Like, you know, I have no weaknesses. Mm. Worst answer you can possibly give. You know, it's. Oh, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. it shows confidence, sure, but um, yeah, no. Nah, yeah. As a, as a manager, it's like no. Nah. I
1: think about that. I think about that in two ways. Either one, you're lying to me, and you're just flat out lying to say that there's no problems or you have no weaknesses. Or two, which is probably worse, there were plenty of problems and you have plenty of weaknesses. You just didn't know about mm. them, and that's even true, worse. True. 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 Um. So. What is the best interview that you've ever run as com- contrasted with our um tracky-dack dude uh what's the what's the best candidate that kind of knocked your socks off
2: um yeah okay okay good question good question I um I I one of my best ones actually it's 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 a it's a little strange cuz we didn't end up actually hiring him for my team, but we ended up hiring him for within the company. This is actually a, a, a gentleman that um, works at Appliances Online now. Um, he was a younger kid that came in. Ah. Um, yeah, you, 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 yeah. Um, a younger kid.
1: Are we giving him a shout out, or are we keeping? him uh,
2: I can't give him a shout out. Yeah, his he's, his name's Alex. I, f- I forget his last name, but um, top kid, top kid. Anyway, he came in. this, yeah, this cool. This, this skinny little. He's only a little small bloke, but um, he's a, he, he came <laughs> in obviously. Well, he, he did say it once. I drilled down. He was a bit nervous, but um, did my usual thing. Got got him talking, and um, and he opened right up. Um, he, he was coming in for, a, you know, basically a account manager role in in commercial was what he was interviewing for, but it was it was well out of his league. Mm. Right, the, the kid was still pretty young, just yeah. out of uni. Um, um, top 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 kid though, and you know he, he had a suit on that he'd obviously borrowed. It was way too big for him. I think he, yeah, once once we drilled <laughs> down a bit and sort of got a bit of a, a bit of a rapport going, he did open up and said that his mum made him wear the suit, and, and credit to him, he had the thing on, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it swam on him. It did swim on him. But um, he'd done a he'd done a stack of research. Obviously, he'd done his homework. He'd, he'd looked into the company, and oh, um, yeah. you know, he, he sort of, you know, when he, when he was going, you know, a bit about the company, he sort of he did pretty well. When when, when I was asking, do you know anything about about the Winning Group of Appliances Online? Um, um, yeah, he, he presented well. He's he, he, he was just a good kid. You could tell he just needed a bit of a break, right? And he'd, he'd, he'd obviously been sort of finding it a little bit hard. Anyway, as we as we got chatting, um, it turned out uh, that mm. you know he, I, we were talking about you know what he likes to do all the rest, and, and you know he was right into his video games and all the rest, and and he was explaining how um, you know, just once I got him relaxed, he was talking about how he was a moderator for for some video game chat thing. Oh, I am not really sure of, of of what it was or anything else, but um, anyway, um, long mm. story short. Um, you know, he obviously had the right attitude. He obviously done his research. He presented well. Mm. Then once we got talking about yeah. this, I, um, I knew that we were, uh, we have obviously an online chat. Of online, online help, if you will, on, on the appliances online website. And, um, you know, we, we run that locally and, um, you know, we, we were sort of looking mm-hmm. people for that team. Um, anyway, long story short, you know, I sort of said to the bloke, just, just hold here for a minute, walked out, um, went and got, uh, the guys that run the sort of engineering call center area and said, look, you've got to come and meet mm-hmm. this kid. Um, you know, gave him a quick rundown, or the rest, got him involved. And anyway, long story short, got the job mm-hmm. um, and and I believe, uh, you know, was in charge, ended up being in charge of that whole team. Um, you know, a lot of people are a lot older than him as well, but uh, he's still at the company, he's yeah. still going strong. And, you know, every time I walk past him in the in the hallways, you know, he always has a bit of a chat, give him a high five. Like, mate, he's a, he's a great, great kid, <laughs> Alex, if you're listening. Well done, fam, well done. That's one of my favourite interviews I've ever done. Um
1: love that I think I remember that actually yeah. how good he's he's had a great career yeah, he's, at, um, he's doing Wayne. really well and he, the
2: confidence that's now coming out of him as well like you can see he's, he's growing as a person and you know as a as, as, a, mm. as a manager and, and you know a sort of senior leader of the business it's it's great when you see people um, you know develop as, as, as people as well it's it's not just about what they can return to the business but also you know, you know watching them develop and get more confidence and you know it's a, it's a very satisfying mm. thing to see
1: And I think the tip there for people at home is um, even if you don't necessarily have the skill set or you're not ticking every single box for that job, if you come across well, um, you make a good impression and that person sees potential in you, that can lead to other opportunities. And you've just maybe made a great contact um, that could lead to something later Mm. on. Yeah. Um, So, Let's talk about internal applications rather than kind of hiring from external. Yep. I know you're a big believer in hiring and promoting from yep. within. Um, So if someone wanted to work in your team or, you know, a different team in the business, what's your advice um, for internal?
2: Yeah, sure. Good question. Um, Yeah, probably wasn't expecting that one, but yeah, great question. Um, Happens all the time in numerous companies I've worked for. Um, You know, always good to promote people through because they understand the systems, they understand the process, they understand the operation. um, Saves a lot in, 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 from a financial perspective, saves a lot in training costs, um, which is good. Um, Also, you know, they skill up rather quickly and you've sussed the person out um you know, pretty early because you, you you've sort of seen him around. So, um, mm. you know, as a, as a manager, especially across the, a manager of a, a company where we've got you know over a thousand employees now, you you are you're always sort of keeping an eye out for people that um you know have talent, have a bit of skill there, uh, or, or potential, mm. if you will. Um, and you start to notice those people. They they you know, obviously work hard, and you know, especially from a sales role, got a bit of charisma about them as well. Um, you know, probably got good chat. You know, mm. very important. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, I, I would say if you are somebody that's working for an organization that's what I want, want to slide up a bit, um, obviously try to form a bit of a relationship with, um, you know, the, the mm-hmm. manager of, of the new division. So um, there are numerous uh, young guys and girls at the, at the company that, you know, often, you know, we get chatting, whether it's in the kitchen or, or in the hallways or you know, in the old water cooler or whatever, um, you know, have a bit mm-hmm. of a chat you know, um, talk about it, you know, ask them, ask them you know, what they do or what's involved in, you know, back when I was jamming commercial, um, I used to get it a fair bit and they'd be asking, you know, what's what, what's involved in the sort of, you know, the commercial team or, you know, as a commercial rep, those sorts of things. And in other words, basically planting the seed, mm. sort of showing some interest um, and, and and flag it, yeah. you know, have a chat. Go Look, I'd, I'd really like at some stage, um, you know, if there was ever an opportunity uh, or a position open up to, to you know, Throw my hat in the ring uh, for consideration, type thing, and um, mm. you know you'd be surprised at um, you know how where that or how that can lead. Sometimes, um, sometimes as there's like you know bridging positions, uh, or we might have. Uh, you know somebody's coming across and you, you, you know you need a, a, an assistant for a salesperson or something like that and they don't have sales experience mm. yet so you go well, okay um, you know obviously I wasn't going to hire them as a as a sales rep yet because um, they, they don't have that experience yet yeah. but okay well let's pair them up as the assistant for somebody and learn off especially one of the the better sales sales, member, uh, sales team members um, and you know then they're just mm. from natural osmosis right they start to pick up how the process works, how a sales funnel works, um, you know, um, just, you know, pricing, scheduling proposals, tender responses, all those sorts Mm. of things, how it all comes together and, um, you know, Once they do that for a while, well, you know, they're basically in the box seat for for an actual BDM or an account management role. Um, Likewise, by going through that, you start to work out whether they're better at more of a BDM or of a new business. Or you know, I call it a hunter or a farmer analogy. Um, You know, whether they'd be better at new business or whether they'd be better at account management. They might be really good at account management, not even realise it, right? And they're just attention to details, good. The relationship um, uh, skills is very good. So yeah, I would say speak to the person, establish a bit of a rapport. you know, never be afraid to sort of put your hand up and ask the question, or or see if you can help out, you know, help out with some tenders or, or whatever it may be. If you see the, the sales team hanging late, ask if you can help out in some way, and um, just make contact. Right? Show some social, show yeah, some, show some initiative. It.
1: And I love that reaction of like you know, if someone reached out and sent you an email and said, hey, I'm really interested in in your team and what you do. Is there any chance we can, you know, go for a coffee or, um, you know, do you mind if we catch up or whatever? I think, you know, internally you have a huge opportunity there because that person's going, oh, this, this person works in the business. I'm totally open to yeah, that get, as opposed to being, you know, a stranger externally. That's
2: it. You get, you get noticed, right? You get noticed doing those things.
1: Mm. And the other thing I wanted to touch on there – Um, is when you talked about, you know, you you notice those people, they work hard around the business. I think what some people forget with internal applications is your reputation will precede you. Um, If you're known as in your team and your manager thinks that, oh, you know, this person, I've got some concerns about them. They, you know, going home early every day, those sorts of things, um, that's going to damage your chances of, of making a relationship internally with a different team um, because that's what you're going to hear around the place oh no this is the superstar you really want to talk to not that guy
2: yeah definitely um i'll I'll give you the tip here managers talk to one another um we often socialize with yeah that's exactly we often we often all go out (laughs) drinking together um you know we we we, we know each other pretty well there's there's email chains and and chat groups and all the rest yeah. where, you know, we, we we know what's going on in the business and we know you know, we know who's performing, who's yeah. not, who's you know, it's it's you know even an organization outside uh, sorry, our size, um, with the amount of people we have, you know, we, I, I can pretty much go through uh, most of the divisions within the company and tell you who the star performers are and, and who might be a little yeah. lackluster, right? Um, so, you, you are aware of exactly. these things. And, you know, we, we'll often, as managers, um, you'll actually leverage maybe some other managers if they might get along with some of them, some pretty well, and all of a sudden, somebody's, you know, performance drops off. Um, you know you may have had this happen before or some of the listeners um, all of a sudden one of the other managers <laughs> from another division all of a sudden starts saying good day a bit more and having a bit of a chat and you know like we, we we use those tactics it's a it's a smart thing to do
1: um keeping an eye yeah, on you yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Well, it works you know you, you want to make sure they're okay as well and perhaps they're 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 finding it hard to to talk to 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 their direct line manager for example so somebody that's a bit more chatty or or has a bit more of a softer or or a harder touch for that matter um you know might 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 have a closer relationship with them so you'd be you'd be a fool not to leverage that in some way
1: yeah absolutely okay cool so let's talk salary okay yep um i've heard your approach on this before what is your approach when discussing salary when going for a new job be honest?
2: Yeah, be honest. If it's me, um, me over the years, uh, I always go for about twenty percent more than what I'm on <laughs> is what I say, um, and it's worked for me over the years almost every single time. Um, you know, throw out a high number. You're going for a new you're going for a new role, right? Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, when I mean you're, you're, you've been a, a, an HR representative, many, you know, for many many years, you'd know um, when it comes mm-hmm. to sort of checking. You know, it's sort of a ballpark check's done, but the exact salary you'll sometimes yes, <laughs> not always though. Like, um, yeah, many times I, I, I've thrown an extra 20 percent, thirty percent, like sometimes ridiculous amounts, right? And um, even if they say no to that, you know, they'll usually counter, and the counter will come back, you know, higher than what you were what you were hoping for or what you were prepared to accept. So, yeah. you know, like, what fuck it? Why not? What do you got to lose, right?
1: The worst I can say is no. no.
2: I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't go too ridiculous where you price yourself out, but um, you know, like a a little bit of extra. You want to do a
1: bit of research. A little bit
2: of extra sauce there never hurts, right? And um, if you get it, well, happy days, (laughs) right? um, Because if you if you don't get it and you and you sort of accept lower, um, you know, it can take a a fair bit of time to work your way up, um, if you will, right? So uh, I, I. you know yeah. don't get me wrong um, you know it's it's kind of nice when when you can get people for um, and it's not blowing the blowing the budget which is which is good and you certainly want to reward mm. people but you know you've got to go through reviews and and all the rest and you know, as a manager when you're managing the P&L yeah. for a whole division you know you've got to stretch that across an entire team right and um you know often mm. you've got most members in the team telling you they need a pay rise so uh, at some stage, so you know <laughs> you've you've got to balance that out right so if you can if you can get it up front, yeah. man, have a crack at it is what I say
1: so true, and I think that's what some sometimes people don't understand is if you're looking for the way to get the most of an increase, it's going to be outside of your company um it's always going to be harder to get that much of an increase where you are than it is to go somewhere else and i'm not just talking about the embellishment part but um you know you're not going to you're not going to see a more than a 15% pay increase normally internally there's policies about that about a cap on your maximum promotion amounts and things like that and also people just internally have this idea of like, oh, well, we want to give them something later, you know, next year if they earn it. We want to keep, save some for later, that kind of mentality. So negotiate upfront um, for sure. I don't know if I'm quite as confident as you on the on the add 20% to your salary, but that's a little tip out there, the difference between uh, men and women in salary negotiation is um, so be confident. Yeah, I think is the, the yeah,
2: advice look, there. Have a crack, right? Like, you know, you're in sales, right? <laughs> especially if you're going for a sales role. You're in sales, right? Like, you know, have a crack True. and and the um, yeah, the other thing that I would say, um, if I can interject quickly, you know, if you're going for a sales role, mm. right, there is a and you know there is a sales process. You you close, right? And you know, often. Often with um, you know, often with sales, it's like you know, if I can, if if, if we can basically, you know, work all these all, all these points out, these pain points out, if you will, um, you know, what's the timeline to close? Um, you know, what's the client timeline to making this deal happen? You know, it's it's always you know, you always want to know that as a as a salesperson. So, even in the interview, mm. I've I've done it myself at times. You know, uh, a asking always can't go with a few questions. You know, one of the questions I always like used mm. to like to ask was, all right, you know, what skills? Um, are you looking for in this role or what skills do I need to demonstrate in this role? And you know, as you're talking through that and you're talking through the examples and all the rest, um, you know, hit them with the clothes, like, all right, you know, if you, if you feel that I've, I, I've answered you, you know, you're, you're, Um, your requirements of a b c whatever they were you know and recite them to them if you can always always scores points you know what sort of um what else would be required in order to get for me to get this job and what sort of timelines would it be um to 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 close this or to to make this happen right like that is a textbook example of of somebody closing how you should close a deal right understanding that information so if they're doing that in an interview you know, they know what they're doing in a sales process. They instantly, their credibility yeah. goes up immediately. So, um, you know, if it's your, if, I love that. If it's your first time doing it, you know, maybe practice it on a mate or something first. But you know, if you've if you've <laughs> yeah. done it before and you've been in the sales game previously, and, and you you know that you know you know that technique, you know those those questions, you know, throw it mm. in there, close them, close them out, go for it.
1: Yeah, I like. Lo- it's the difference between telling and showing. Mm. So instead of saying, you know, I close deals, I'm a good closer, do it. Put it out there. Show them how you close as opposed to saying that you're good at it. I think it always carries a lot more weight. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for the chat. Um, I thought I might ask, is there, what's one piece of advice you'd like to leave our listeners with?
2: uh do a bit of do a bit of research obviously don't go in blind um go with some questions mm. be prepared i mean sales is just, you know you sell by asking questions right so so get some questions ready and even if um you know, usually in the interview process, they'll say, do you have any questions for us? And even if you've, the questions you've gone with, they've answered throughout your, your communication the back and forward in the interview, um, you know, you can mm-hmm. say that. You can go, well, the questions I had were blah, 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 and you've answered them already. Um, but go with questions. Go be prepared. Yeah. Um, as I said, show up on time early, um, show up on time or, or early, preferably and, um, but be yourself, be yourself. That's, uh, I suppose, the last bit of information. You know, don't, yep. don't try and fake it too much. Be yourself. Let, let that show. And, you know, because if it, if it, if it's a good fit, um, it'll be a good fit. And, and that's when the tell team, sorry, the team will really yeah. gel together. And if you, if you don't get, you know, if you don't get a job, um, you know, keep going, keep keep, keep applying for, for others as well, because you, you will find one that will be an excellent fit. And, um, and when you do, you, you'll love the job and, you know, you'll have a great time with your team and you, you, you'll love what you do. So, you know, that's that, to me, that's mm. one of the most important things. So Good luck. Good luck to you all.
1: Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today, James. And um, And everyone at home, I hope you got something out of this uh, for your sales roles that you're applying for, or even just understanding, you know, the hiring manager perspective. Um, So you can catch us next week. Um, Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you want to hear more from us, make sure you hit subscribe. We're a new podcast. So if you liked this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a review so we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration and a supportive community, join us in the Interview Boss Facebook group.